Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Will here at ScheduleFly. This is a really special episode for us at ScheduleFly. It's with Corbett Monica. Corbett owns Bella Monica in Raleigh, North Carolina, and Stellinos in Cary, North Carolina. Um, the second has been open for, for since 2017. The first, Bella Monica, it's been open since 2000. Uh, it, it is a extremely well-regarded neighborhood Italian restaurant in Raleigh that has a long track record of success with great food and great hospitality. Um, and not only that, when, when Wes first came up with Schedule Fly, he was showing it to some restaurant people in Raleigh, and Corbett was one of them, one of the very first people that ever saw Schedule Fly, one of our first customers. Uh, and he gave Wes the idea for the day part system, which is the, you know, our, our scheduling software is based on day parts. Uh, that came from Corbett. Um, Corbett's an amazing guy. He, he grew up in an Italian family up in New Jersey. And they spent every Sunday at his grandmother's house. All of his extended family, they all got got around or got together at his grandmother's house. They ate all day. They hung out. They shared family time. And he, he missed that. And he he wanted to create something that would you know, provide sort of a neighborhood version of that. And uh, he's done it. And he's done it very well. And, and the hospitality, as we'll talk, you'll hear me talking about it in this episode, is just you won't find better hospitality. I'll tell you that. I'm sure there's places that, that, are, that are just as good, but there's nowhere better. So enjoy. Have a good one. All right. What's up, everybody? We are live. This is Will here at Schedule Fly. And here from Schedule Fly. I'm not at Schedule Fly. I'm in Raleigh. And I'm with Corbett Monica. And we're at Bella Monica, which uh, he opened 19 years ago, uh, almost 20 years here. And this place is widely known around this area as phenomenal phenomenal restaurant hospitality and italian food and in fact wes literally i didn't tell you this until wes sent me a text a couple minutes ago he loves this place he said the food there is the best italian i've ever had ever Uh and then he made a reference to the lasagna which i'm not going to read but basically saying it's really freaking good so that's awesome <laughs> yeah yeah literally he just Thanks sent that a few minutes ago um so and you have stellinos over in Cary as well your second location how long has that been there yeah it's about two years old uh two and a half years okay, old cool. yeah. all right we'll yeah. wrap about that so it's that's a little good. baby yeah yeah man 17 years in you had another one was it exactly it's yeah. like a surprise <laughs> yeah it wasn't Who's a surprise but it, yeah, <laughs> just it's like kidding. putting a kid in college you know and then having a baby and it's like what's up yeah uh well man this is okay so Corbett, thank you. Um, this is a uh, special interview. Um, they all are for us, but this is in particularly special because you, I mean, you were one of our early customers. Wes, you were one of the first people Wes ever showed this to yeah. years ago. I mean, we've been doing this 12 years. Started in 2007. I don't know when he actually showed it to you, but it was a long time ago. In fact, you were the one... Uh, who I didn't know this, but we, when we were changing emails the other day, you know, Wes mentioned that you, you mentioned or you, the day part idea. Yeah, I'd forgotten what, about that. That's the foundation of, I mean, that's literally, that's a huge part of the, the core foundation of what we do and how we do it in terms of the delivery of the, the software being built around that because we serve restaurants and we, you know, Wes built this to serve restaurants and that's been a big part of it. So, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Yeah. Uh, and, and, th- and, you know, that's been, uh, so that's been special to us that, you know, he, 
did the schedule at Bridge Tender down there in Wilmington for a long time, and and uh, and it was a mess. It was a pain. It was hard. It yeah, was sticky okay. notes and tickets on the back, you know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. he had the idea for this, and so he kind of built this thing. And we were actually working together at a previous business. All five of us did, and he started showing this to folks like you uh, and a few others. Um, Parker over there at Cafe Luna, and you know, just a, just a few other people, and got good feedback, and you know, that's that's what this was born from. So, uh, so thank you for that. Yeah, my pleasure. Here yeah, we are today. It's a great using it. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys have been, y'all been using it a long time and, uh, you've been a great customer and we just, we appreciate it. And now we have this opportunity to, you know, kind of go out and share stories of folks like you. So, uh, it's really cool. So it's just a real special occasion for us as a, as a business. Um, Ditto. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, all right, man. So in the year 2000, you started, Bella Monica and your website talks about Nana and being the inspiration. Um, so tell us about the story behind Bella Monica. Well, I was fortunate enough to grow up in an Italian family and my paternal grandmother, Nana, she, um, she was the matriarch of the family. She had, um, seven brothers and sisters. And on Sundays, everyone would go over to her house after church and we would have dinners. The dinner would last from noon till seven, eight o'clock at night and multi-courses and there'd be breaks in between and the kids would play outside, football mm-hmm. was on, you know, football games would be watched and it was, it was just really impactful, the, the sense of family, the sense yeah. of community and, and really everything happened around the table, like the table was the coolest thing, you know, it was fun playing, you know, I was, you know, these are my young years, I was, uh, you know, um, maybe 10, 11, 12, you know, 13, 14 in that, in that range, I guess, yeah, I guess I go back all the way to like four, probably, you know, but through the, um, through the latter years, my teen years, I, I would, I would sit at the table while the younger cousins were outside playing and stuff and just listen, just listen to the adults talk, yeah. just watch them interact, um, just watch them have emotion about things. Um, and it just made a real big impression on me and it was, um, it was just something that I wanted to always have in my life, that, that kind of sense of uh, the table and experience with other people and, and just and sharing, sharing dinner. That's a real personal thing I can tell for you still to this day. That memory oh, yeah. is... I mean, it's, yeah, my daughter, we had a, a birthday party the other day um, at our house. My daughter, my daughter turned 15, and as, as we do, we have a, a kid party, and then there's a, um, with her friends and all, and then there's the, um, the family party. Yeah. And, um, and it was just past, just past Sunday, and... You know those those events when everyone's there, when everyone's around, when we're when we're eating, drinking, and laughing, and having fun, and, and now little kids, you know, I'm not a little kid anymore. Yeah. <laughs> There's other little kids running around. My nieces and nephews and my my own are running around, and I uh, and it just it's the most beautiful thing. I mean, everybody has fun. It's just I I, I think everyone feels enriched after it. It's uh, it's really really important. How okay? So did you? know you were going to start a restaurant for a long time is that what you're or did you have other what was how did what led up to it were you yeah um i suppose i always i always knew i i i I mean did you work in restaurants for a while before you oh sure yeah Yeah, oh for sure i did yeah yeah so the the backstory is that my grandmother and my great-grandmother they have they had a restaurant okay and um in jersey which happens to still be there south orange it's called bunnies Bunnies, and bunnies, yeah, in South Orange. In okay. South Orange, yep. And um, it uh, it's actually still in my family by a second cousin. Still owned in my family by a second cousin. Good. Yeah, okay. it's pretty cool. So um, it's been 
around for you know decades and decades. Um, so I would go down there and uh, you know work for pizzas and sodas, basically bussing tables and whatnot. So I got I caught the vibe that way, and then I also caught the vibe at my nana's house on Sundays, kind of thing. Yeah, um, and started uh, dishwashing at sixteen at a local restaurant while I was in high school, and then from there I've, I've worked every position since. Um, bartending, managing, waiting tables, um, and I just, I, I just dug it. I dug the team aspect of it. I played sports. I, I played, always played sports my whole life. So, um, I, you know, I, fun to me is always with a group of people yeah. w- making a success, you know, and right. having a success. And um, at the end of each night, you know, we know if we won or lost. You know, we, we know how, mm. how well we did. You know, yeah. we know what worked well, what, what didn't work so well, and we can kind of reflect. And so there's, there's a lot of... I think similarities between like sports teams and, and the restaurant business, at least in my head, at least for me. Um, and so that's, that's always been satisfying. That's interesting. I've heard a lot of people talk about it's like a performance or a production. Yeah, for sure, yeah. But yeah, the sports team analogy, I never thought of that. I totally get it. I played sports too. And yeah. it's a great way to put it. You know whether you won or lost each night. Yeah. And then you take what you won and you try to capitalize. And then you, you say, okay, when we, well, we lost, okay, fine. Like no big deal. Instead of being upset, we go. Well, how do we improve that? Yeah. How do we get better? So we're always growing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah so, um, so I, I was doing restaurants, and then to college, I did restaurants, and then, um, right when I right about when I was graduating college, I, I thought that I needed. I was going to ask my um, my girlfriend in college uh, for her father's hand in marriage, and I thought I needed a real job, so I, I did go out. Uh, I did go back up to New York for a couple, uh, for about a year. And, where where and, were you then? Were you here? Uh, no, I was in, I, that was in West Virginia. I graduated from WVU. Okay. And, right. um, and uh-huh. then we went back up to New York and, um, I did some work, um, and I just, I, I didn't get it. You know, I didn't, I didn't yeah. understand the hours nine to five and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I was on the phone all day, uh, you know, doing sales calls and, um, hmm. so Got out of that, got back into the restaurant business up in New York, worked for some really great guys. Um, Pino Longo, he had a couple Italian restaurants in town, and then I worked for Smith & Lonsky Group with a couple of their steakhouses yeah. in management positions. And I kind of I talk about it as it was like my MBA. You know, I, just, I was up there yeah. and just fresh out of college. I, was, I knew I wanted to get into the restaurant business because I had so many years of experience um, in the restaurant business. I also did, actually, before WVU, I did take a couple years off, and I was a ski bum up in Vermont. And working in restaurants, mm. and and smart bastard. Yeah, yeah it was <laughs> awesome. That was man. awesome. Yeah, because you can only do it then, you know. <laughs> I know. I missed my chance to do that. I always <laughs> wished I had done that, and I, I chickened out and went and worked in a bank. And I, I wish I had. But anyway, I, I, I love you for that, man. That's yeah, awesome. I, I was. It was a killer experience. It was. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah. So, uh, so that, you know, that I was. Uh, I was in my early twenties or something at that point, and I knew I was going to get into restaurants, but also. Um, I knew I probably should get a degree, so um, I finished that, and then um, and then I uh, did some work up in up in New York, and couldn't really um, couldn't really catch that that vibe and the nine to five vibe, so to speak. So got out of that, and then I was working for other guys, and and while I was doing so, I was just I, it was knowing that I was eventually going to get into the restaurant business uh, myself, and um, I was just taking notes. I was just watching. I was just paying attention to many details. I was dreaming, tons of you know, tons of dreaming, going into work, thinking about you know how would I do things. Yeah. And um, and I kind of, 
you know, I wrote a business plan and basically a playbook on, on what I wanted. And um, had you ever written a business plan? No. How did you know how to do a business plan? <laughs> I, I didn't. Um, you know, I, I went to business school or have a degree in business, um, and I we touched on it probably in school. You know, yeah. But um, but doing it was was a lot, and it was a learning process. Um, Forces you to really yeah take dreams and visions and ideas and, and things that you and then and but do the hard work of realizing is, can we actually do that and how do we do that and specifically what are the ways we're gonna it's a tough process it is yeah it, but important and just like all things that are absolutely important, right you know you have to go through it and stumble and yeah and uh yeah so yeah go ahead now you got your well i got my sir walter coffee here i'm still I, it's good stuff I recommend it if you're in the Raleigh area. <laughs> Did you, um, what? I, I, I'm just losing my, my train of thought. Though. Oh, I, well, that's I, I was just that, kind of, I was just kind of reminiscing. Yeah, for a second, I bet you, you were. Know, was, yeah. Uh, was, yeah, pretty cool. Well, you know, it's yeah. I bet you don't sit around and tell the story a lot, do you? No, I don't. Yeah, I know. This is what's yeah. so cool about this. A lot of people, it's, yeah. it's, it's fun to kind Imagine. of go, yeah. So you, so you get this business plan. You're in, how did you wind up here in Raleigh? Yeah, so my mom had moved down to Raleigh uh, maybe three to five years prior to us coming. And the story goes, it was, uh, it was Thanksgiving, and um, we were um, you know, on, the, on the back deck. It was sunny out. There was no snow. There was no fire. There was no sweaters. And we knew that opening a restaurant in Manhattan wasn't going to happen. So my wife what, and I, why, why is that? Because it was just... Just, just cost-wise. Yeah. Just, it was okay. just completely prohibitive. Okay. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, so we just decided that, you know, this, it's a growing area. It's booming. I mean, this is 20 years ago, 21 years ago or something. Yeah. And uh, we just saw the opportunity. Um, there was not a lot of restaurants um, in town. There was not a lot of Italian restaurants in town. Yeah. And especially from the perspective of coming out of New York City where it's... You know, it's 20,000 restaurants, you know, so, um, you know, we thought that it would be a good place to start a family, start a business and basically just grow. And that's what we did. And super happy we did. I mean, it's great living down here. Okay. So you got your business plan. You've been in, I'm I'm assuming you've been in this same location all these years. We have. Yeah. Okay. So you found this location, negotiated a lease, um, long-term lease. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you get investors or was this family or family? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and now were you, were y'all married then? We were. Okay. We had married. Okay. Then, yeah. So you, you, y'all, you and your wife worked on this together, I'm assuming. Yeah, we sure did. Um, when we, when we opened, we opened with on a shoestring budget. We had, very little staff. I think that we had like two or three people. There was two okay. or three people in the kitchen. Um, maybe just two in the kitchen. Were you I was cooking? In, or yeah, I was cooking. Yeah, I was, okay, I was, so you're cooking. I say, I say I was changing the stove for the first many years because I had to be. And you know, I had to We had to make the food. There wasn't budget to hire people. My wife, actually, she was the real hero. She she was um, working for the um, for the state. She was uh, in um, recommended child protective services. Um, pretty cool job with her degree in child psychology. Um, she was into that and she would work from like eight to four every day and then come here at like four thirty, and wait Man. tables from like four to 10, wow. clean up, go home and then do it. I mean, she, she was it's hustling monster. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
she did that every day for us. What it takes early on, though, isn't it? For sure. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way to get it done. Yeah, she did that um, for about a year and a half. And finally, we were able to, business just kept coming and coming and coming and, wor- and it was working and working. And we were able to, um, she was able to, to uh, leave her job and, and uh, full-time at, at Bella here. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. so when you open, you're on a shoestring budget. It's 2000. There's no social media back then. Uh, no. to speak, I mean, there, I say to speak, there literally wasn't. I mean, there yeah. was, but you may, may, did you even have a website or a, what? No. I mean, probably there, not. There, was, there wasn't website. Yeah, there wasn't websites I mean, like, or email back then. It's, hard to, it's, it's hard interesting. To, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I was there throughout. It's just hard. It's hard to believe how, how quickly this stuff has taken off. Like when did it actually, I mean, I feel like God, back then it was just, you know, you had flip phones and, but you weren't doing anything mobile at all on the internet. No, it was like you had, to, you had to get on a, slow connection on a dial up somewhere if you were so so yeah. you guys open like how did you what was the plan was it just let's keep our costs low take great care of people make good food and and what like how were you gonna how did you spread the word back then like what? yeah i think we just spread the word by did you advertise like by no no we, we didn't no we didn't do any of that stuff okay it, it, it wasn't it wasn't that we we didn't even really want to do um, like media, yeah. media buys like that. What we most con- what we were most concerned with, and what we cared about, was just taking care of people when they came in. Yeah, you know, and we figured that if we took care of people and they enjoyed it, then they would tell friends. Yeah, and and I, I have a real cool memory of when we felt like that that came that came to be. Um, Julie comes running into the kitchen. My wife's name is Julie. She comes running into the kitchen, and uh, she says, "Hey, table five and table four are talking." And, and for us, like what that meant was that, you know, they were, and they were from, a, they were from the same neighborhood right down the street. And what that meant was that there was like, there's, there could be buzz for us that we could, we could achieve the goal, which was to be a neighborhood restaurant. Yes. And that's what we are. We're a neighborhood restaurant and we like being that. And the beautiful thing is there's people have moved out of the neighborhood and they still come back, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, so, so amazing. I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're so, we're so touched by that. It's, it's really cool that, um. That people want to dine with us. You're fostering for them uh, that same type of memory that you have from your childhood at Nana's around the table, right? I mean, that's that's what you're doing because yeah. we don't have that as much now. Not I mean, at all. we don't. It's lost. Families are spread, spread out, yeah. and there's like, where do you get that? I mean, you can get that in your home with your five people, like I have in my family, but we don't have anywhere we're losing that large scale sense of, of connectedness with people that we're close to. What you're doing is giving people that live around each other and live nearby a place where they go and they go, Oh, there's the Smiths or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and that's that it's community yeah. modern day, unfortunate, but version of that yeah. that you're, you're capturing and gosh knows Corbett. Um, I believe that that is becoming interesting i really i think about this a lot probably too much but i'm fascinated with the idea that i believe that that sense of community is becoming every day more and more important and meaningful and valuable to people because our culture is moving at such a fast pace and we are spreading out more and more and we're so connected with technology so often now that there are, where else do you go to disconnect, 
to relax, to have a slow conversation, a slow meal, and be around other people that you know or don't know that may be a diverse socioeconomic, racial, racially diverse group of people, where else do you get that? You don't get that anywhere else. No. You don't. And that's no, important. And the the ability to because we spend so much time today on these, um, as I hold my, my phone up here and on screens, we're and we're 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 communicating with our, you know, keyboards and people are on social media and they're firing off knee jerk opinions and reactions and all this kind of stuff. And we're, we're so polarized that, but then when you sit down and you're sitting across the table or next to a table of human beings, sorry for, I just think this is no, so I love important. it too. Believe me, it's, it's you're, huge. you're, you're realizing like, that's what matters. Like that's, and you're not gonna, you're not going to sit there across from somebody that is from some other class or race or political divide or whatever. And you're not going to be like, are you, I don't, you, you, you find the humanity and you go, man, we're actually, we're not that like, we're all here for the same thing. Right. Sure, like yeah. we're trying to take care of our families and the people we love and our communities. And at the end of the day, we all have the same objective and it's not really as bad as it may seem. If you, think that the world operates the way it might seem online and through social media. Sorry for that's my little soap, but, but I'm like obsessed with that now because I, I see too. it and I think it's really important. Yes. So I think that what you it's do crucial, and yeah. what your peers do and what, in, particularly independent restaurants, because you're the owner, you're here, this is your community, this is your neighborhood. And you have that connection that you can't get at scale. And, uh, I think it's just a really important thing. I did this podcast my I, every now and then i record my own thoughts and I, I i did one recently i said independent restaurants are a gift to their communities i really believe that i think it's awesome, a, yeah. a, and I, I won't say it's not a dying thing i think it's that's what i'm saying i think actually every day the more all this other stuff happens and the faster pace we are and the more we need places like this and the more people are starting to re- connect with that and resonate so i think you actually provide this thing that is becoming more and more valuable to our culture every day yeah, I agree 100. percent Especially in the absence of of not having that because of the phones and and the and the screens and all the other things. Yeah, and, and the fam- we don't. It's crucial. Like yeah, our fam- we don't. We don't have yeah, it with our families. Totally. Anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've we've we spent a lot of time leaving the nest, so to speak, leaving our communities, yes. going elsewhere, chasing dollars. You know. Yeah. I used to say I used to say years ago, you know, going you go to Seattle to get a BMW kind of deal. If you live on the East Coast, you know, because that's where you have to go, you know, to to, to yes. do things like that, and that's yes. so important. And you leave behind the Sunday dinners, which mm-hmm. which is where you get hugs, where's where you get where, yes. you, where you're nurtured. And as humans, we all need that, and that's kind of the missing element, I think, right now. Much to what you're saying, I, I think about this all the time. The I think this is a dated thought, actually. Though I used to say that. Um, that America to, to Europe, we are the Americans. We're more, we're kind of like adolescents. We're like teenagers and the Europeans are, are grandfathers. And, mm. and it, and the thought, and as I, I say this, I'm thinking that it's changing over there as well. Um, but the thought was that, you know, the Europeans, the grandfathers are, and grandparents are saying, you know, slow down, man, what are you guys running around for? What are you, you guys are chasing your tails to yeah. get what, 
it's, yeah. it's not it's not that it's not that valuable really right you're you're missing the most valuable point yes the most valuable part about being human the the, the touch the 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 community, you know, the feeling with other people, and that's that's super huge, and and that's that's what's that's what's missing. And I think, you know, that we we could talk about this for hours, really, because I think that runs into you know why we have certain strifes happening in America right now. You know, there's it, you have to have you have people have to take care of people. Communities yeah. taking care of communities. Yes. You know, one of the cool things about Raleigh is that there's a, that there's there's a lot of awesome organizations that within our community that look to take care of the community at large. Mm. And there's a lot of people that support these and make this a really great place to live. And it's, it's all, it's all from the goodness of, of, of people, you know, yes. communities taking care of communities. It's, it's, people, it's one of my favorite it's, things I, about I, Raleigh. Really, it's, it's a special place for that. <clears throat> well, it's an interesting thing because, um, It's weird, like, the more centralized and efficient things become, the less you get that, right? Like, communities are, um, Raleigh's its own community, and Charlotte's a community, and Asheville's a community, and, you know, if we, I feel like the more we focus on our own community, and, you know, that's where it's at like that's where the rubber meets the road that's where for sure in less about like what's going on in washington and nationals to who like gosh bless like it's just a one-to-one thing you can't you can't scale it up and make it efficient and make it something like okay this policy applies to everybody no man it's like local is where it's really at that's where we yeah connect anyway man yeah and and that's what families used to do like families used back in the day you know like your family had had one need my family another need and and so we you'd focus on that stuff we'd focus on this stuff and then we'd come to the playground together the work wherever the town square and and everyone can function because they were you know they were supported essentially right uh man i totally agree i'm like a yeah i i listen i think it's uh well i we um, I mean, that's just, I, I'm so thankful that we get to serve people like you and teams like yours. And by the way, Ben, is he your, yeah, he's our general manager, Ben Hunter. Yeah. <sighs> Great guy. Dude. He's absolutely wonderful. He's fantastic. Yeah, truly. I walked in here. He came up, he introduced himself. He brought me back here. He was engaging. He was asking me about my, he, and it, there was no, there was no, ad. I mean, he was no, very yeah. genuine. He's clearly 100%. a genuine. And when you're, you know, look, everybody likes validation. Everybody wants to feel like somebody's interested in them. I mean, I'm aware of it and I'm sitting there and it's happening. I'm like, I like this guy cause he's interested in me. Like it's a, you know, it, it's, it's very cool and it's very natural for him. And I will tell you that, um, Wes told me that you, I had a guy at some point here named Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. 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 It's funny. Cause I he's was on my, our, he's Julie's brother-in-law. He's my brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. all right. So, uh, was it like yesterday or maybe this, I think yeah, it was yesterday. I was telling Wes, you know, I was like, yeah, we're doing, well, you know, we saw, you saw the emails or whatever. And then, uh, I was like, yeah, we're doing it tomorrow morning. And he said, man, he goes, Trevor, uh, I don't know if he's still there. He was there years ago, but he goes, Trevor provided the best level of engaging, authentic, warm hospitality that I've experienced anywhere. He goes, that guy was amazing. Because I guess uh, Wes and Taylor used to come here a lot when they lived sure, here. Yeah. 
And um, he talked about, he went on and on about Trevor. So sure enough, I come in here. Ben introduces himself. He comes back here. And uh, and then Ben was like, you know, I was like, I'm going to use a restroom or whatever. And he walked back out there. He's like, Cord, be here in a minute. And I texted Wes. I said, dude, they got a guy here named Ben. And he literally reminds you, like, I, it's like maybe Trevor changed his name because it's exactly <laughs> what you just said. That experience, I mean, I'm being, being very honest with you. That experience you. was very refreshing and very warm and i mean I, I have great experiences from everywhere i go everywhere i go to do this but that guy just really made me feel welcome and it's like a fan it's like the thing you want it's like you want people to feel at home i assume that's the big thing like yeah this is like an extension of your home your your home and julie's home and your family and you want to feel like that it's hard to do that hard to do that uh but when you see it and it's authentic it is really special once again because it's more rare these days, I think, to find people like that to get that kind of experience. Agreed, yeah. So kudos. Yeah, yeah. Ben, Ben's awesome. Trevor's awesome. I mean, both those guys, they just... Is Trevor still around or is he... Uh, he's still around in the community. Um, he, yeah, he left our business um, maybe like four or five years ago. Um, yeah, he's doing great. Um, Good. You know, he, was, he was over the house on Sunday at the family party. You know, he's a yeah, best friend. Yeah, he's... Great guy. Uh, however long Ben's here, he'll do great for y'all. And whatever he does, I mean, like, oh, if yeah. you're like that, like, it, you, I don't, totally, whatever totally. you do, you're going to yeah, be. Both successful. of those guys, they just they just embody this hospitality. They yeah. they they understand the the relationships. They understand the the rules, um, the the playbook. They they know how to make people feel welcome, make people feel comfortable, and have fun, and and want to come back. Can't want to be that, a part of it. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty, I mean, yeah. I, I would imagine, I mean, you, you can teach them certain things, but like, sure. I would imagine, that's just, that, that's who that guy is. Without like, question. That was yeah. a natural. Yeah. Yeah. Both those guys get out of bed in the morning and they just, you know, they, they enjoy people. Yeah. You know, they, they enjoy yeah. sharing. They enjoy, they enjoy smiles. Yeah. They enjoy smiling themselves. You know, it's, yeah, special guys for sure. How do you find people like that? Is it just serendipity? Yeah. 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 Can't you can't put an ad out <laughs> exactly. for yeah 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 that's um, that's the is uh, that how you have found most of your good staff over the years has it just for been sure, yeah customers friends of friends friends of staff people yeah that we've been we've been so lucky that we really have had great staff over you're the years. not lucky Corbett I mean that's a humble way to put it but you're not lucky you're you're you emanate and radiate a a presence here and a quality here that attracts. It's like we were talking about. It's, yeah, you know, right. There's no one way, right? Your style, you're going to attract that kind of people because that's who you are and that's who Julie is. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, well, yeah, There's there's been many, many special people. As you know, as we came upon this 19th year and 20 is, on the, is, is kind of on our brains, just thinking back of all the staff we've had, is there's been so many, like there's been groups of, just, just like groups of people that have worked together for, you know, three, four years, whatever, and, and I can, we can think of these different, these different groups of people in different periods of time, and, and just, it's been pretty cool. And, and a lot of these people, we still, like, have gone off, finished college, gone, gone off to college, gone, come back, and are from the community, or, or, or just uh, end up living here, and they have children now, and we see them coming in with, with their families and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's special. That's very yeah. cool. All right. Yeah. So... For all these years, you had Bella Monica, and then two years ago, you opened Stellinos, Stellinos which is in Cary. Correct, yeah. 15, 20 minutes from here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, um, well, you know, because 
it's fun to create things, I suppose, you know, yeah. it's, it really is what it's about. I mean, it's, um, it's just fun to create things. It's the carry thing was interesting in that it was the first two years were, were quite difficult because it's a new, it's a new, um, neighborhood. It's a new center shopping center. It's a new part of the triangle really. I mean, I can recall driving around those. It's, it's on, um, it's, it's on like 55 and 540. Mm. So just west of 55, really eight years ago, was, was still farmland. And I can remember when we first came down here from the city, we would, Sundays we would drive around early Sunday morning and just hang out in, like, on country roads and just kind of get, get, um, get zenned out for a moment. And now it's all neighborhoods and it's a whole community. So there's a lot of change that's happened, uh, but it's still kind of sparsely populated. So it's, it's, as it's growing, it was a little bit difficult. But the idea was that we, we wanted to provide a, a neighborhood restaurant out there kind of thing. That was kind of the thought. You know, Carrie's always had a reputation of having a lot of um, chain restaurants. And I don't know that you always get that kind of sense of, of community in those restaurants. So that was the idea. We, we were going to go out there and... Um, and uh, develop a, uh, a restaurant where the neighborhood could kind of gather and, and, and enjoy. And we're starting to see that come together now, and it's really, it's really been quite satisfying. It's, it's nice. How, so. do you, uh, how do you split your time between the two? Are you back and forth daily? or We spend a lot of time out at, um, at its Lino's. You know, we have the staffs here. The staff at Belmonic is, is fantastic, and, and many, many people have been here for, for quite some time, mm. so this thing r- runs quite well. Our, our chef, Alex Martinez, he's been here for 16, 17 years. He's, he's fantastic, and, and Ben um, takes really good care of the front of the house and the oh, guests and man. stuff. So I imagine that guy has his place like it. I mean, I would imagine he treats it like it's his own. It's right. like giving your baby yeah, they to both somebody. Do, yeah, like, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is wonderful. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we're here a lot of times before anyone else, like in early in the morning or late at night kind of thing. Yeah. Um, cause that service, we're usually out of the other restaurant. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but we're in, we're in contact with the boys here quite a bit. So it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool to be here. And I mean, both, they're both so different. Yeah. Um, for so many, what, what, how are reasons. they different? I mean, what's the, well, I mean, you know, just spatially they're different, right? Okay. You know, um, but I mean, is it a similar yes, Italian? Yes, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Similar menu or similar menu for okay. sure. Yeah. Why did you Why did you uh, use a different name? And what does Stellinos mean? Yeah, Stellinos. So Stellinos means so Stellinos is, is in reference to our daughter Stella. Her daughter's name is Stella. Uh, so Stella. little little Sorry. Stella Stellinos. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then actually Bella Monica means like beautiful Monica. Yeah. But it was the intent was to name it for my wife, beautiful Julie. Didn't sound so Italian, so it's a loose it's it's a loose translation. Yeah, but the, but okay. the the heart of the meaning is you know beautiful Julie, and uh, so I that's cool yeah man. so um, so yeah so Selena's I yeah, I just don't want the name for the girls, and um, so we decided to name it that, and I also in in homage to my daughter our daughter, but also because I didn't want it to be a. I didn't want it to be a replica of Bella Monica. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess because Bella Monica is special to us. You know, it's, right. it's, it's its own. It's, Can't I want, replicate it. I want it to be its own thing, exactly. And, you know, from a marketing standpoint, um, it probably would have been a little bit easier to, to have named it Bella Monica. Yeah, because um, people would know right they away. They recognize it, yeah. Yeah. And, 
But I thought that, you know, if we did our job right, then people would learn about Salinos. And I was cool with that if come, so to speak, you know. And I think that's coming now, so. Same deal, just word of mouth, take good care of people. Yeah, mostly word of mouth. Actually, we, we have done a little bit of um, print advertising in, like, the local, um, um, the local magazines, which has been kind of cool making ads and all, but... Um, that's not really the focus. The focus is taking care of people inside. You know, just, I mean, is one of the a, biggest things is we just saying hello and goodbye. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, really, you know, just literally saying hello and goodbye. Hello, goodbye, and thank you. Yeah. Um, because we, we mean all those things, you know. Thanks for coming in, you know. Please come back, you know. It's, it, isn't it's pretty funny simple. how these simple things are almost lost these days? I, dude, I'll tell you a funny story. So, when I'm not doing this, um, <clears throat> if I'm not on the road or whatever, our, uh, our phones come to me and, um, which I love. I love it. I love it when somebody calls in and they, and most of it's just, Hey, I need to change my credit card. We don't get a lot of like support stuff cause we, you know, try to keep the software simple so that we don't yeah. have a lot of, Done a good job of that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. West. Well, boy, I tell you, man, he has really was brilliant in, um, He's been. He's always wanted to make sure that the software was very simple. In other words, like Wes has said no a thousand times, and thank God for that. Sure. Because it's so easy. Not easy, but like, you know, I mean, he can add whatever we want to add. He could do it. Yeah. It's not a, you know, he's great at what he does, and he could. And with software, it's like, okay, well, we write some code. and we. But, you know, it's, uh, he had the wisdom to understand early on. Like, if you add one link or one feature like let's say we get 20 a week and we go okay well this one we're going to do that well 52 weeks later we've added 52 things five years later we've had 250 things right and all of a sudden this simple software that everybody loved becomes complicated and everybody's like they they want the simple thing so they go find the you know somebody else goes well we'll just make a simple one because these guys got complicated (laughs) right well i i I can't you know i've just we're all i mean like wes has been so smart and i've fallen guilty of it a doubt wes how about what if we just did these like no, because here's why. And I'm always like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. So, but uh, uh, what was I talking about? What was I, what was I saying? Um, oh, the phones and the simple things. Okay, sorry, I got off course. I will, somebody will call and will take care of whatever it is. And I'll say, um, when, they're, when they're done, I'll, uh, you know, we're wrapping up, I'll say, they'll say, all right, well, thanks. I'm like, yeah, thank you. I'm like, I mean, thanks for your business. We appreciate it. And I'm not even joking with you. I literally get people sometimes from your home state that will laugh at me they're they laugh in the sense they're like oh yeah sure we'll and it's a tell to me it's a tell that they're so surprised to get that they're not used to that that it's like a used shock to, it, yeah. to them and it's that little quick laugh like, <laughs> yeah sure thing will it's almost like geez like that was a surprising experience and i, I love that i think it's great yeah it's fabulous you don't get that anywhere anymore it's like the bar is so low for yes i've got a buddy he's built this really successful business and hired hundreds of people just over the last eight or nine years he's like well you you're the bar's so low now that if we find people that literally as you said like just do the basic level of good customer service we win which is really unfortunate in a lot of ways but then it gives restaurants like yours and maybe businesses like yours this ad- ours this advantage yeah. because it's people don't get it they don't yeah. expect it yeah and it's uh, just a surprise yes see uh, yes we one thing we tell the staff here is 
you know, is it with, with the whole hello, goodbye, and thank you and stuff, the analogy is do that because when you go to the grocery store or some other uh, business transaction, you know, pe- the, the cashier doesn't even look at you. Yeah. It's just 20 bucks. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's important to stop and say, hello. I mean, just a, a, quick, a quick acknowledgement that, hi, I'm human, you're human. You know, we, we live in the same community. You're like, we, just, let's, just have, let's just have something like kind for a second. And, and then we can move on and, and you know, it's like a smile, you know, you, somebody smiles at you and it changes so many things inside of your body. It's, it's more yes. than just a, a millisecond, you know, it's, it's so much more. Yeah. So yeah, it's important. It really is. It really is. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> is plastic. Okay. That's about the only question. <laughs> sure. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, well, uh such a I wouldn't call it again, it's not a lost art, but it is uh a dying art and uh it is an art. I mean it's 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 gotta be genuine, it's gotta be authentic, and you gotta find people that but I tell you, it's like I, t- I talk to my kids about that. I'm like, if you can bring a level of authenticity and genuine care about other people I don't whatever you do I mean my, my oldest child is 15 so they're not you know they're not in the workforce yet. Like, whatever you do you will be successful I don't care what it is if you I agree with that. because you will because if you bring that you will not wind up in jobs that don't need that like high pressure sale whatever it is like you're not going to go there because you're not going to it's not you're not going to like it it's yep. not going to work yeah. you will wind up somewhere where that skill set is very valuable and there are fewer and fewer people that understand that these days. So if you take that into whatever you do, whether it's you work for somebody or you work for yourself, because you are dealing with humans, you will find a way to be good at what you do and enjoy what you do. Yeah. 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 I agree a hundred percent. That's, that's great. That's a good thought. Look at this menu, man. Y'all have got some really, you know, are these recipes, I mean, a lot of this, is this from, right from Nana? Yeah, there's, what, what I say is there's a, there's a mix of food that we grew up with, um, things that my Nana wouldn't make for us, and then there's um, the other half, about half of it is that, and the other half is, is things that we've seen along the way, um, ideas that we've come up with, and I think it's a nice balance of um, of traditional and some modern takes on food yeah and and well, you know italian food like with the uh, the italian table yeah in mind. Man. yeah this is uh this is this is the food that i this is the food that we eat you know this is um we we crave mediterranean food you know we, we just it's just what i crave you know we, we always have is there a certain i'm gonna ask some like really basic questions here because i don't i, I like, is there a certain region of Italy that this is primarily derived from? Because I, I, I've, I've learned enough to know that. In fact, I was with uh, Teddy at Coronado Pizza in Carver yesterday, and he does the Ro- Roman-style pizza, and he went into broke-down, like, pizza and the different types. So I'm assuming that applies to the broader Italian Yeah, type for of sure, foods. for sure. Yeah, our family comes from the Naples area. Okay. So it's red sauce, mm. pastas. Um, okay. So it's rooted in that, and... That's always in our mind, and um, as, we're, as we're creating things, as we're thinking about dishes to put on the menu, 
to stay authentic to to that to that region to that style of food. So red sauce versus like what versus white sauce. Yeah, or, or yeah, it would be in a different part. Yeah, more than the northern. That's more than northern. Okay. Yeah, as a general. Yeah. Naples is in southern Italy. Yeah. Okay. Southern, yeah. Got it. Got it. I really want to go to Italy one day. Yeah, um, squid ink linguine. I hear a lot about squid ink <laughs> lately. Squid ink school, yeah. Yeah. Is it, it what? It, why it, is it? What's is it? Uh, are there health benefits from from having squid ink, or what's the? It's it's um. I think it's, I think it's cool in that it's a um. It, it's just color, really. As far as um, it's not. It doesn't have m- much of a taste, um, and it's um, it's it's taken from the squid. You know, it's used as their defense mechanism to to um, to flee mm-hmm. if they're in danger. Um, and it makes things that should be white, like the uh, the pasta, turn black. And you can yeah. you can also use it in in a pasta. You can also use it to like paint plates with, to decorate plates with. It's it's a it's a cool color, and it's um it does have a taste of the sea, you know, a very very rich taste of, of of the sea. If you if you taste it um right out of jar, so to speak, not in foods. It um you can taste the sea, and I really love the taste of the sea, and that's. Yeah, Naples is on the sea, and you know there's so much good food comes from the ocean. I think so. Do you get uh, so you got other things from the sea here? Do you get that? Is most of that from uh, off the coast here, or do you, is it mostly yeah, local? Of, or? Yeah, the fish we use is locals um, from locals from, from local seafood. Well, I'm wearing my locals. Yeah, you right are now. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We love working with those guys. Uh, that, yeah, that just makes sense. You know, to um, to purchase purchase like that. There's you know the other way is you get it from the broadliners and the fish that would come here would go up to the markets up in Boston and then come back down here. Like fish is. Oh, really? Fish, fish. That's why, um, because that's just the way the markets work. That's the way the distribution systems work. Okay. There's like, we're through what locals. What does that mean broadliners? Ah, like the big companies, um, okay. like Cisco and U S food and stuff oh, like that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, the, so locals is really delivering a super fresh product, like time wise. Yes. It, it gets, it gets from out of the water into kitchens, onto plates, Super quick. Okay. And they do, they do a great service to the restaurants, to the, to the communities where they sell to, and also to the fishermen, you know, to provide a good, good price for fish, you know, a fair price for fish, I should say. I got this hack uh, just, I mean, it's like a couple of weeks ago because I was interviewing Eric Montagni over there at Locals. And um, I mean, it was like literally like that day or the next day, there was this new legislation that's passed. Do you know about this? About the uh, gill nets and the Pamlico and they're, eliminating that it was a bit it was it sounds like it's a pretty big deal like they can't use um they have to do single line in the pamlico sound now like all that okay, huge yeah. so they couldn't because the i guess for sustainability yeah, bycatch. but then they don't know yeah but he was saying you know it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out or is there still an issue because there's also there's a, a people that believe that maybe a lot of that's coming from uh runoff into the noose and the feeder rivers that from like pig farms and like you know waste and stuff like that that gets into the water and and damages the water and that's what so it's i don't know i mean i don't really know a whole lot about that but it's really fascinating but that was going to change the could change you know the type of fish they're able to deliver stuff and um but you know what's interesting too which i thought was really cool is uh, they, and I'm sure you, you, like, there's a lot of different types of fish that you don't typically think of that, like, they were using, like, mullet, like, mm-hmm. you know, you and they're, like, you know, it's good stuff, and it's, it's nutritious, and 
a lot of fish that you know maybe you never thought of that are really good and useful and yeah it's it's the fish that the fishermen eat just like like the offcuts of beef that you know the dodages you know butchers don't eat fillet you know they they yeah. sell fillet yeah and you know they eat hangers and they eat you know other cuts that are yeah not as not, not as known it's yeah certainly not not as tasty i mean that's definitely not the not the case yeah and and fish like that yeah there's um there's been a cool trend to like ugly fish is mm, yeah is, ugly fish yeah you know meaning just the fish that's that that everyone's not used to Yes. And that are, that still tastes good, and that are readily available to be pulled out of the ocean and and served, and it makes sense to do so. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, today we just got in from locals some uh, sea trout, which is you know great fish, but not something you see a lot of. Um, so you're yeah, able we'll to. See, we'll see more of that. You know, so right? you you all are with that, then you're able to be flexible and and, and change the menu and evolve the menu based on mm-hmm. what's what's yeah, fresh. What's, with, yeah. How about your beef? Where does that come from? Beef comes it from says local beef. Yeah, um, New Haruka Farms. Where's that? Uh, so, um, that is in uh, Snow. Oh, what is it called? Um, it's at it's out east. Snow. Um, I'm forgetting the name of it. Snow something. Okay. Snow Hill. Snow. Yeah, I think that's right. Snow, Snow, Snow Hill. Hill. Yeah. 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 Like in east, like around like Kinston or yeah, exactly. Like yeah, out that way. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. around that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah we get it from a family out there. Um, yeah, they they have great practices um and uh take good care of the, the cows prior to slaughter it's it's nice buying from them feeding them grass yeah feeding yeah them grass yeah they take they take whole herds to slaughter um at a time to to, to keep um to keep kind of community within mm. within the ranks so to speak you know yeah which is kind of interesting which is which, which is which which takes effort to do you know, but it's important to them to do that as farmers. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Cool. Do, do, let me ask you this because you're talking about you know ugly fish and stuff like that. I'm I'm actually curious. I've been like kind of obsessing over this stuff lately. Um, foods that are really nutrient dense. So it turns out that uh, shellfish are extremely nutrient dense, but the most nutrient dense foods are uh, organ meat, livers, kidneys, hearts. What happens with that? Like, what, like they, like, where does that wind up when they slaughter cows? Who, who winds up with the organ meat? And is, is that going to be something we see on our menus more, or is it just not something that people are interested in eating because it just sounds nasty to eat? You know, organ meat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, uh, you know, liver, calves, liver. That was popular years ago, right? Uh, with our parents, one of my father's favorite dishes was like liver and onions. And they knew what they were doing. That's really healthy stuff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's extremely healthy it's, stuff. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. What, um, possibly we'll see that stuff coming around. Yeah. Um, yeah right, I mean, right now that stuff goes to secondary markets. You know, not, yeah. not our nice suburban grocery stores. We don't find too much that in there. I bet, I bet you'll start seeing it. Yeah. I, I really think so. I, I'm really kind of like I started the last few years. I mean, I'm 45 now, and I really started uh, – kind of am in this like trial and error of trying to figure out what things agree with my body and what things don't and where do mm-hmm. I get good nutrients. I'm trying to simplify and eliminate a lot of stuff that's highly processed and, you know, stuff that's just trying to get more, I mean, like what you're here, like just local, simple ingredients. Um, in the grocery store, shop the perimeter, not the middle of the store. Yes. That's, that's the right. secret. That's right. 
yeah, all that stuff is a uh, high margin, highly profitable. That's not so nutritious. Cheap, cheap to scale, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, yeah, we've been we've been working through that a lot. My my, my uh, you know, without getting a lot of details, my wife's had some autoimmune stuff for years now, and and we're really starting to, you know, a lot of that's come down to, you know, diet and you know yeah for sure i mean it yeah. really is interesting you're seeing a lot more of that now people they're dealing with all that stuff and you start to realize well, what do we put in our body food right and and if you know if, can that be causing like a lot of health things that people didn't think about and uh yeah it's fuel yeah great for convenience when you can just grab this stuff and but you know when you start really dialing back and going wait a minute whoa, that whole thing you are what you eat it's a heuristic for a reason. I mean, you really are. True. And now they're saying, you know, you are what you eat, eats and you know, whatever, but it, it's, it's interesting. It really yeah, is. It is. Yeah. Um, do we, well, look, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to, I want to dial up some of this stuff, man. This is, this is looking really good. <laughs> Great. Um, what else do you want to rap about? Anything else? I heard some, uh, I like your music. I heard some, I heard, I just heard some widespread panic on here. Yeah, we're widespread, yeah. Yeah, you're a widespread fan? Yeah, widespread fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm a big music guy. Yeah? Who else? Yeah, going to, um, going to shows and just watching guys, guys play their hearts out is one of my favorite things to do. I used to go to a lot of widespread shows. Yeah. I really like those widespread, guys a lot. Yeah. They're still doing their thing. Uh, you a fish guy? Not so much fish. Um, that more of a dead guy. I'm a little bit older. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. So I didn't... I didn't get into fish too much. Um, Have you seen this John Mayer thing where he's going around with the guys that were in the... I yeah. Guess, I heard it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah. My buddy went to that. I was out of town. He wanted. He was trying to find somebody good. He said it was... He said John Mayer's like incredible. Yeah. It's... Um, I, I think it's I think it's really cool. The whole thing's a really great story. The, the way that... The way that it's all coming together, you know. Um, Bob Weir was... was, was sec, he was like second fiddle to uh, Jerry Garcia, right? Yeah. And, and he... And, and he did a great job in that role and, and really elevated um, Jerry, the band, and, and that whole deal. And I, I kind of think it's kind of come a bit of full circle. As, as, as everybody gets older, you know, the roles kind of change in life. And, yeah. and, um, and John is kind of, John Mayer is kind of feeding into that idea with, with, um, with Bob Weir and the band and, um, and kind of providing like the background, the lift, so that, um, the, you know, Bob Weir and the older guys can, um, can kind of do their magic. And, and John Weir has come into it so humbly and um, and and in and in in and of himself, like not very authentic, I guess is the word. You know, yeah. he hasn't he hasn't been trying to copy. Like they've, they've had some other um, replacements for Jerry Garcia, but um, uh, but, but John Weir has really brought like authenticity to it. Um, he's with with a clear ear to having studied the past. Yeah, and it's um it, it's it makes for. I mean, the music's killer today. I mean, it's, awesome. it's absolutely killer. Yeah, it's, it's so, so cool. awesome. Good yeah, for them, man. yeah, exactly so right. Good long, for them. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, and I mean, still doing it. Awesome. Still having fun doing it. Yeah, it's cool. That's yeah. really cool. What else? What other stuff? Are you into all kinds of music? Yeah, I mean, I, I got some kind of into like jam band stuff. You know, like yeah. I, I dig um, Revivalists. I think are really cool right now. Listen to a lot of those guys at home. Um, listen to a lot of a lot of stuff. I guess out in New Orleans, you know, I like that. I like that bluesy kind of stuff, jazzy yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, it was, it was, and so Mississippi All Stars. Mississippi All Stars are great. Yeah, Galactic's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, uh, you ever um, Band of Horses? You like those guys? Band of Horses? 
You don't have a band of horses? I don't think I do, no. Check them out. Yeah, okay. Band yeah, of horses. They're yeah. good. Uh, there's a band now called Greta Van Fleet. Um, have you ever heard of these guys? I've heard of them, but I don't... They, were, they sound... It's, it's actually crazy how much this young dude, this singer, sounds like... It's three brothers and another guy. Uh, but the singer sounds like his voice is crazy. And he sound, it sounds like they have a Led Zeppelin style to them. If you like Led Zeppelin at all, which I think you probably, yeah. Greta Van Fleet. They have a, their first album is called From the Fires. Go get that. Okay. okay. The first song is called Safari Song. And you're going to know within 10 seconds, you're going to be like, hell yeah. Or you're going to be like, eh, not my th- but I think you'll be like, hell yeah. All right, cool. Thanks. I mean, yeah. they're really Check good. I like these great, guys yeah. a lot. Anyway, all right, man. Well, hey, um, let's, uh, so I got a roll here in a little because I think I'm picking up one of my kids from cross country back in Charlotte this afternoon. So I want to, I want to have some of this. I want the beef carpaccio. So yeah, that's phenomenal. Much. Let's do it, man. Thank you, Corbett. Thank you so much. It's Thank been, you for, it's been a pleasure. Your business. Yeah, Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for what you do. Uh, it is inspiring. It is just so nice to know there are still people out here like you that care so much about providing this community table uh for the people around in in this particular case in raleigh but there's people like you around the country that still believe in that and value that man it's just a like i said it's a gift to the communities that you serve so thank you thank you and and thanks for telling the stories you know you know it's as, as i was saying earlier it's it's awesome to hear the stories of the um, other restaurateurs, independent restaurateurs around the country, and just you know who have similar operations going on, and maybe similar thoughts, maybe differing thoughts. It's um, it's it's cool to hear the stories. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, I mean you learn from everybody. Without question, you know you yeah. may not even agree with somebody learn. the way they do, but you still, still learn. learn. Yeah. Or you you might learn like, hey, works for that that guy or gal, but it's not my style. So yeah. I know that you know that kind of crystallizes that. Or you go. I never thought of that. That's interesting. <laughs> Maybe we should try that. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, I know people will have learned from you today, my friend. You're an awesome dude. I, I haven't met Julie. Uh, I'd love to meet her sometime. Um, but uh, just thank you. Thank you for the time. Thank you for sharing. And uh, let's, let's eat. Awesome. All right. Thanks, thank you all. That's Peace. a wrap.